0: If you'll go ahead and turn with me to the book of Galatians this morning. We're going to start out in the sixth chapter of Galatia, of Galatians. Sixth chapter of Galatians. And uh, I'm going to start at verse 7. Galatians chapter 6, starting in verse 7. Letter to the Church of Galatia. Starting in verse 7, and the lower reads, He says, Do not be deceived. God is not mocked. For whatever a man sows, this he will also the one who sows to his own flesh will from the flesh reap corruption, but the one who sows to the Spirit will from the Spirit reap eternal life. Let us not lose heart in doing good, for in due time we will reap, if we do not grow weary. God is good. Amen. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we come before you today in the name of Jesus, and we just invite, Lord, your anointing upon this word today. Father God, we just thank you, Lord, for this coming year. We thank you for 2018. We thank you for another opportunity, God, to live for you, to glorify you. Father, I just ask you, Lord, to Bring a word this morning that can help us to go forward. Help me communicate clearly what you've placed in my heart. Father, I ask you to forgive us for all of our sins. Just wash us, cleanse us, and cover us in your son's precious blood. You are so worthy, my king. But we need you this morning, God. We need you in 2018. So release a fresh anointing. Release a fresh fire. Jesus' name, Amen. Give the Lord a hand, praise, Amen. <clears throat> praise the Lord. I want to. I had spoke to you uh, briefly at the beginning of the year on goals, and so I want this to kind of be a continuance in regards to uh, the theme of goals, Amen, or uh, a series on goals. Because I want to really help uh, y'all and us to be prepared to be effective in this year, 2018. I don't want it just to be something that we spoke about on the new year, at the first of the year. Amen. We all get excited. We get pumped up. And then we go on about our business just like it's just another year i want this year 2018 amen to be a year of success of growth of blessing of great accomplishments in each and every one of your lives are y'all with me today does anybody want to be successful this year praise the lord amen and so i want to kind of dig in a little bit concerning this and I don't want to just leave this amen from that one time together and that one message and so I want to really focus in on these goals and just to kind of give you a heads up and we are about to have a corporate fast 21 day fast praise the Lord and you are invited somebody say you're invited It's kind of like accepting Jesus Christ. You're welcome to accept him, but you don't have to. But we want to invite you today to a 21-day fast starting tomorrow, ending on the 4th of February. I believe it's the 4th. And I also want to invite you, put it up there. Hey, can you put the thing up there? That was funny. I know you thought that was funny. And so, can you put, but the other thing I want to invite you to is at the end of this fast, we're going to have a revival. Uh Amen. We're going to have a revival. And and I'm going to talk to you a little bit today about sowing and reaping. And I believe that as we sow through fasting, We're going to reap a harvest through revival. Come on, somebody. Are you all with me today? And not only that, but that revival will uh, last as long as God wants it to. But we're shooting for four days. Thursday night, Friday night, Saturday night, and Sunday night, which will actually kick off our official first service. At Victory Life of Maybank. Can somebody give the Lord a hand praise for that? I don't know about you, but I want to come in there and let the devil know that we're in town. Hello, somebody. We might as well go ahead and shake up every sleeping serpent, every devil, every demon, every demonic spirit in the name of Jesus. Amen. Come on, somebody. It's 2018. It's time to go forward for God. And what better way than through fasting and revival? What better way than reaping? Amen. With sowing and reaping. See, because you got to sow in order to reap. And that's what I want to talk to you a little bit about today, amen. Now, y'all aren't as excited as I am, but you will be. Come on now. Hey, if I got just one, that's great. But I got more than one. God is good, amen. What a way to start out a sermon. So I want to talk to you a little bit about today, about... Reaping and sowing. Excuse me, sowing and reaping. Let's get it right. Amen. Because as we go and move into this 2018 and we begin to look at what it is that we want to accomplish in this year, it's going to take more than us just talking about it. It's going to take more than us just having a message that gets us excited, amen, That, but it's going to take us really beginning to dig in and begin to put things in place in our lives. It's going to take us beginning to sow in some areas so that we can begin to reap in the future. Are you all with me today? And so I want to talk to you about this a little bit today, Amen. And I want to share some things with you concerning sowing and reaping, if y'all don't mind today. In our opening scripture right here, in chapter 6 of Galatians, starting in verse 7, if you'll put it up there. He says, do not be deceived. Somebody look at your neighbor and say, don't be deceived. God is not mocked. For whatever, somebody say whatever. Whatever. For whatever a man sows, this he will reap. For the one who sows to his own flesh will reap from the flesh corruption. But the one who sows to the spirit will from the spirit reap eternal life. See, it's time for us to begin to sow in the right things this year in 2018. It's time for us to begin to sow into the things of the Spirit so that we can reap the things of the Spirit. If you sow into the Spirit, you're going to reap the fruit of the Spirit. And the fruit of the Spirit is love and joy and peace and patience and kindness and gentleness and self-control. Amen. You're going to begin to reap the fruit of what you've sown. Are you all with me today? Because God can't be mocked. Because God isn't a liar. Don't be deceived. Amen. So I want you to begin to look at this today because it's important that we focus in on this so that we can bring forth the harvest that we desire. See, some of us are desiring one harvest, but we're sowing another harvest. See, it's not as much about what the harvest is going to bring, but it's about what you're sowing. I want to give you a quick example real quick. Amen. Take, for instance, the counseling of a a marriage. And you have this married couple, and they're having a lot of conflicts, and they're having a lot of problems. Amen. They're really struggling in their marriage. And marriage can be tough sometimes. Are you all with me today? I always said marriage makes you holy. It don't make you whole. Jesus makes you whole. Marriage makes you holy. Come on now. If anything can't develop the character of Christ in your life, it's being married. Are y'all with me today? But here we are. We have this couple, and they're they're really struggling in their marriage. Amen. And and a lot of times, not always, but a lot of times, what you begin to see here when you sit down with these couples is that both spouses are focused on the faults of the other spouse. Are y'all with me today? And I understand this mindset. Are y'all with me? Because when Heather and I are in the middle of a conflict, it always seems crystal clear to each of us the other one's fault. Are y'all with me today? And often in focusing on the harvest that we don't want, are y'all with me today? We don't see how we've sown to the flesh in these relationships through what? Selfishness, through neglect, through anger, through inconsistency, through criticism. Hello, somebody. And so on and so on and so on. And we get blindsided by the harvest that we're reaping. Are y'all with me today? Now, I'm not saying that the other person in this relationship isn't sowing to the flesh, also, but often we aren't seeing how we've sown. And so when we think about change, it's the harvest and not the sowing that we're wanting to change. In other words, we want to change the results, but we don't want to change. What it is going to be that's going to bring the results. Are you all with me today? So in essence, each spouse is trying to do, what they're trying to do is reap a different harvest. They're trying to get a different result, right? We got to do something different. We need something different. But they're trying to get a different result, but without seeing their need to sow any differently. Now I want you to look at that because in 2018, if you want to get a different result, you're going to have to do something different. You ever heard that saying you can't do the same thing and expect different results? Sometimes you got to do something a little different in order to expect some different results. You know, even the world calls that insanity. Some of you ought to be getting a check right now. A decade of pure insanity. I believe that deserves a check. Are y'all with me today? Some of y'all getting excited. Praise God I'm going to get a check. Are y'all with me today? God is good, amen. So what I want you to realize here. Is that if we want to see a change in our lives, we can't start by trying to reap a different harvest, but we've got to start by sowing a different seed. Are y'all with me? God is good, amen. See, I want you to realize that because you reap what you sow. That's what the Bible says. Amen. Amen. You know, when we look at it in perspective to the law of the harvest, right, amen, there's several laws governing several situations in this universe. You have the law of gravity, right, whatever goes up must come down. You have the law of mathematics, two parallel lines do not meet. Are you all with me? You have the law of the prophets, whatsoever you want men to do to you, do the same to them. And you have the law of the harvest, whatsoever a man sows, that shall he also reap. Are you all with me today? And so I want us to look at this because we have to notice in when it comes to sowing and reaping, if we're talking about it in the perspective of a farmer, amen, a farmer must sow a seed in order to have a harvest, If they don't sow a seed, if they don't plant the seed, they can't expect to have a harvest. Are y'all with me? God is good, amen. Let's look at it in perspective to a married couple. We're talking about marriages today, amen. And I got to say married couple because I don't want y'all to get it twisted when I'm fixing to say. Amen. (laughs) But couples must sow amen their individual seed in order to have a newborn baby in other words if you don't sow a seed hello they're not going to end up pregnant that's why I tell them you know how that happens don't you are y'all with me today God is good amen yeah we're in church God is good amen But there's got to be something sowed in order to to receive. And and so I want us to look at this because when we talk about it, we're either going to sow something good or we're going to sow something bad. Amen. I want to give you an example. We can either sow humility or we can sow pride. Amen. You know, when we talk about humility, what is humility? Amen. I want to define it as a deliberate act. ...of reducing yourself from the status that you occupy or have achieved. Amen. That's humility. In other words, even when you are in a certain position, amen, you still don't operate like, hey, look at me, I got this position. You know, some great men of God that were great examples in this way... Uh, was number one john the baptist number two jesus are y'all with me jesus humbled himself to the point where he said john the baptist is the greatest man that ever walked the face of the earth that was born amen of of a woman are y'all with me today That's what Jesus said. Jesus said, here we are, here we are. Jesus is the son of God, the king of kings, the Lord of lords. Amen. And Jesus says, amen, that John the Baptist was the greatest man ever to walk the face of the earth. Are y'all with me today? God is good. This is what it says in Philippians 2 and 5. It says, have this attitude in yourself, which was also in Christ Jesus. Although he existed in the form of God, did not regard equality with God a thing to be grasped. But emptied himself, taking the form of a bondservant and being made in the likeness of men. Being found in appearance as man, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on the cross. And for this reason also, God highly exalted him and bestowed him the name above all names. See, I want you to look at this because humility is not when just when the younger respects the older, Right? But it's actually the opposite when the person that deserves to be respected turns around to respect those that do not deserve to be respected. And they do it with humility. Now on the flip side, what is uh, pride? Pride person is one that prefer to use the word I all the time to show that he is the one, amen, that's in control. Are y'all with me today? And so a proud person wants to be introduced, amen, in the gatherings, and will not, they're not gonna feel comfortable when they have not been properly introduced as the one. God is good, amen. Somebody say you reap what you sow. Somebody say you. Not only do you reap what you sow, but you reap more than you sow. Now, this can be real encouraging or this can be a little discouraging. It just depends on what you're sowing. If you're sowing the right stuff, this is real encouraging. If you're not sowing the right stuff, you're, you might walk away from here defeated today. You just need to come to the altar. I'm going to pray for you. And I'm going to believe for God's power to be released in this place. Because unfortunately, you know, we make poor decisions in our lives sometimes, and sometimes we spend a season sowing, amen, into the wrong things, and as a result, we're going to be reaping in the wrong things. Are you all with me today? Now, I want to talk to you uh, uh, concerning this topic. Do you have my points up there, son, or no? We reap more than we sow. In other words, this is what you call the multiplication effect. Most sowing produces more than what was sown. Let me give you an example. One seed is multiplied into many. You sow one orange seed and you get a tree that produces many oranges. And each orange has many seeds in it. And and Jesus actually spoke about this multiplication effect in the parable of the four soils when he says of the good soil. He said this, he said, The one on whom seed was sown on the good soil, this is the man who hears the word and understands it, who intend indeed bears fruit and brings forth some a hundredfold, some sixtyfold, and some thirtyfold. Now on the other side, Amen, sowing, Amen. I'm gonna give you an example of the, the the prophet Hosea warns about these things. Are you with me? Because sowing the word of God is the good seed, and it's falling on good soil, and so it's producing good fruit. Now, this is what the prophet Hosea warns about, amen, to those that sow wickedness. He says, they sow the wind, and they reap the whirlwind. They sow the wind... But they reaped the whirlwind. They sowed the seed of the word of God on good soil, and it brought good fruit a hundredfold, fiftyfold, thirtyfold. But you sow, amen, oh my gosh. You sow, see you got to watch what you're sowing into. You sow into the wind, and you sow a whirlwind. I don't know about you, but I don't want no whirlwinds in my life right now. And I'm going to tell you, it's not too late. Because some of us are still reaping what we've sown. We're still reaping some of the things that we've sown over the years, all the negativity that we've spoke, all the evil that we've done, all the rebellion that we've done, all the scheming and the lying and the deceiving and the manipulating. Are y'all with me today? See, that's why it's so crucial for us. Amen. The Bible says for us as children of God, amen, we've got to be born again. We've got to be born again. We've got to become a new creation. The old things have passed and the new things have come. We were sowing, amen, into the wind, but now we're sowing, amen, into the fruit of righteousness. We were sowing into destruction and corruption, but now we're sowing into the blessings of God. Come on, somebody. In 2018 can be a year where the blessings of God begin to be released. God wants to release it. The gifts of God are going to be released. The gift of prophecy is going to be released. The gift of tongues with interpretation is going to be released. It's going to be released. The gift of healing is going to be released. In Jesus' name. So there's a multiplication effect. You get back more than what you sowed. That's what some of us don't understand when it comes to giving and tithing. Let me give you an example. God told me to go sow into these two different ministries. Amen. 500 into one, 250 into another. God told me to I said, "Okay, I'll do it." I think it was actually 3. Anyways, and so I sowed into those ministries. All of a sudden, the air conditioner breaks down at the women's home. I had had it under warranty because we had just purchased those houses, and I got a warranty when I purchased it. The warranty guy comes out. He looks at it. He deems it unfixable. I pay $75, and they give me a brand-new unit for 5Gs. I sold $750 into the kingdom of God. And to bless other people, to further the gospel. Come on now. And God gave me a brand new air conditioner at the heat of the summer. Come on now. But what if I wouldn't have sown? Now I'm going to tell you another story. God told me to sow $1,000 into a ministry. I didn't do it. And we ended up with way more damage than that. I can be honest. Tore up cars. All kinds of problems. I'm not trying to preach a a message about money today. I'm trying to preach about sowing and reaping. But some of you got to grab a hold of this today. Some of you, your faith needs to increase this year in 2018 so you can receive what God has for your life. So there's the multiplication effect, but then there's also the accumulative effect. And and, and another reason why we often reap more than we sow is because that seed we sow, it accumulates over time. Every day, every minute. That we're sowing through our actions, through our choices. Amen. Are you all with me today? And every once in a while when we sow in these big decisions, are you with me? Even though most of our sowing is the small daily choices. The small daily choices. (laughs) Are you all with me today? See, some of us are focused on trying to change the harvest, but we're not trying to change the sowing. Some of us want something different, but we're not willing to do nothing different in order to get it. If you want a different response from your wife, you might need to begin to speak to her in a way like she is that person. Are y'all with me today? I know the women are cheering me on right now. (laughs) I've been telling them for years. (laughs) Because there's power in what you speak. Mm. The cumulative effect. Amen. Let me talk about that. So those small choices that we make in our lives, they accumulate over our lifetime. And the harvest that we reap from small choices made over a long period of time can produce a very large harvest in our lives. Are y'all with me? And the two fields that those harvests primarily show up in is in our character and our effect that we have upon people around us. Are y'all with me? So what we sow in our daily choices accumulates over time and they're reaped in our character. Paul says that the righteous, amen, the righteousness leads to holiness. In other words, what he's saying is your conduct leads to your character. Now, there was another person that had a, a saying. They said holiness of character then is developed one choice at a time. As we choose to act righteously in each and every situation, and then circumstance we encounter during the day. So holiness of character is developed one choice at a time. And we often think of our choices coming from our character, amen, and that's true. But the opposite, amen, is so true. Our character comes from our choices because over time our choices Bend our character in their direction i'm going to share with you this if you choose to lie you're going to become a liar if you choose to steal you're going to become a thief if you choose to be patient you're going to become a patient person if you choose to do loving things we become a loving person And as Christians, we shouldn't think that we need to have a a heart change before we can act. Are y'all with me today? Are y'all with me? The command to sow to the Spirit calls us to act. And as we do, we will find the Holy Spirit changing our hearts. As we step out in action, contrary to what our heart feels then God will change your heart concerning that situation. If you have trouble being loving to your spouse, try being loving even when you don't feel like it and watch God begin to change you. Let me give you another example. The Bible says this. The Bible says that you, amen, the Bible says, amen, that you love your enemies and you pray for those who persecute you. And when you begin to love your enemies, even in spite of their situation, amen, even in spite of you don't feel like it, God will begin to give you a supernatural love through the spirit of God for those people. And when you begin to pray for those that persecute you, God's going to change your heart and your mind concerning those people. He's going to help you love the unlovable. Some of you say, my spouse is real unlovable. You know, that's the concept that those people that did that love dare thing did. That's what they they knew. See, I just preached that whole book in five minutes. Just kidding. God is good, amen. But sin can still be present in our lives, but we're no longer a slave to sin. Because if you're a Christian and Christ is living in you then you're no longer a slave. Amen. He was preaching about it last last week, wasn't he? He's tearing it up. Good job, Ken. Some of us come to Christianity, we still got a slave mentality. God has set you free. Who the Son sets free is free indeed. You just got to walk in that freedom. He said you got to know your identity. You just got to know who you are in Christ. You got to know that he set you free. There's some people that don't even know they're set free, and they are. Still walking around in bondage, still walking around as slaves. Still walking, oh, my gosh. So one of the two things, either they don't know or they don't want to be set free. One of the two. When I finally decided that I wanted to be set free from some strongholds in my life, amen, and I took a stance. It took me taking a stance first against it. That's when the power of God supernaturally came in and I was set free and I didn't go back and touch it again. Boom, in Jesus' name. God is good, amen. Somebody say, I'm no longer a slave. But how many of y'all know obedience to the Lord doesn't come in one giant leap. But it's a lot of small seeds. Amen. And the good news of the gospel is when we fail, amen, we don't have to wallow in condemnation. The Bible says there's no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. We don't need to be paralyzed by guilt because we have an advocate whose name is Jesus who intercedes for us. We can confess our sins and we can receive forgiveness and cleansing through the blood of Jesus. And then get back in step with the spirit. Just get right back in step. Somebody look at your neighbor and say, get back in step. Just get back in step. So what? You sinned and fell short of the glory of God. You missed the mark. Get back in step. Come on. Get back in step. Amen. It's okay if you fall. It's just how you get up that's important. Don't lay around in that stuff. Don't be continuing in it. Amen. Get back up. Amen. And begin to call on the name of the Lord and walk in the power of the Holy Ghost. Walk in the anointing of God and let God begin to refresh you. God is good, amen. We don't got to be paralyzed in guilt and shame and despair, amen. But what we sow in daily choices accumulates over time, and they're reaped. You hear me? What we sow in our daily choices are also reaped in our lives, in the lives around us. In other words, what you're sowing is also going to be reaped not only in your life, but the people around you. What you're sowing is not only going to be reaped in your life, but it's going to be reaped in your kid's life. Are you all with me today? And yeah, That goes for the good and that goes for the bad. That goes for the right, that goes for the wrong. That goes for the flesh, that goes for the spirit. That goes for the whoo- the corruption and that goes for the for the blessing Amen. so we've got to focus in 2018 on what we're sowing each and every thing Because it's going to affect the people around you. If you're sowing into the spirit and you begin to build up, you're walking in faith, man, all of a sudden you're going to begin to touch this guy over here. Amen. You're going to touch this person over here. You're going to touch this person over here. If we're walking in obedience and the blessing of God comes upon the church, amen, and it comes upon the pastor, guess what? All the blessings begin to come down and touch everybody. Are y'all with me today? If we get blessed with a new church building, I'm not the one that gets blessed. We're the ones that get blessed. But we've got to begin (laughs) Come on It's going to affect the people around you I want to share with you this Y'all remember Neil Armstrong I know some of y'all are a little weird about stuff like going to the moon and stuff like that Y'all got conspiracy theories and stuff like that (laughs) But I'm just going to go ahead and believe them that they made it there and they did it, okay If they prove me wrong later, then that's fine. But Neil Armstrong was the first man to set foot on the moon. And as he stepped onto the surface, he uttered his, what's now a famous line. He said, that's one small step for man, but one giant leap for mankind. And that historical event happened almost 45 years ago, amen. But those first steps are still there on that moon, undisturbed. And and, and NASA even estimates this. They estimate that those first footprints will be there for a million years because there's no wind, there's no water, amen. There's no animals to disturb them. Are y'all with me? And I want you to look at this because as we walk through life, we leave imprints on other lives. That not only can last a lifetime, but they can last for eternity. And if we keep in step with the spirit, we sow to the spirit. And the spirit will use us to leave a footprint in people's lives that can last an eternity. But you've got to be sowing into the spirit in your life. And you'll reap a harvest here on this earth as well as in in eternity. Some of you got some treasure stored up in heaven. Some of you got some crowns up in there. Some of you got some bling, bling. Some of you got some mansions. Some of you got some things coming. Some of you got some souls that are there because of you. Are y'all with me today? You know, many of us can point to the influence of one or two people and say that they had a great effect on our lives. If you think about it. Just think about somebody they've had a great effect. Amen. But the truth is that we have been influenced and affected by many people in an accumulated way. That's why it's important you watch where you hang around. Are y'all with me? Some of us are still dealing with some of the effects of what, of our, what our parents sowed. And we're all messed up. But we got to work through that. And the good thing is God is faithful. God is faithful. Amen. Some of us are walking in the blessing because of what some other people sowed. I want to tell you this, for those guys and girls that are in this ministry, It was not always like this. We had a little Cracker Jack box. We didn't have any money to repair. If we wanted to mow the yard, we had to work on the lawnmower for 45 minutes before we could mow it. And it took you four hours to mow it because that thing was so dull. Amen. You you were going to be mowing it five times. You had to fix the weed eater before we cranked that thing up. Hello, somebody. You didn't have no tools. You had to work with whatever you had. And we had to believe God and pray for every single bit of food that came in that house. Amen, cuz we didn't have no money to buy any. There's people that have been sowing and so that you could be reaping. There's people that have been laboring so that you could be blessed. And not only that, but you're laboring so others can be blessed. And hopefully each generation is more blessed and more blessed and more blessed and more blessed and more blessed. Why? Because we're sowing into the right thing. I told you this message can either discourage you or it can encourage you. But I want you to walk away encouraged. God is good, amen. My other point, put it up there. We reap... In a different season than we sow. When a person sows, whether it's to the spirit or to the flesh, there's a delay between the sowing and the reaping. The flesh leverages this uh, daily to say, sow what you want. It doesn't matter. That's what the flesh will tell you. Right? Right? Nothing bad will come of it. Isn't that what the the flesh tells you? You can do just one. You can take just one beer. You can commit adultery and get away with it. Nobody's going to get hurt. Although it happened to David. Somebody died. Hello. All kinds of crazy stuff happened. Not only that, but then uh, one of his daughters ends up getting raped. I know it's getting deep in here. God is good, amen. The Spirit speaks to our hearts with faith and says, so good and don't grow weary. For in due season you will reap if you don't give up. See, some of us, we give up too quick. Some of us walk away just right before the blessing is about to be released. Put that verse up there, son, please. This is what the Spirit is saying. So good and don't grow weary. Let us not lose heart in doing good. For in due time... We will reap Amen. if, somebody say, if Amen. we don't grow weary. Another verse says, if we don't quit. Somebody say, don't quit right before the miracles. It's not the due season just yet. You're going to get paid for what you. So Your sin will catch up to you. Your good hard labor will catch up to you. And not only that, but it's gonna accumulate and it's gonna multiply and it's gonna divide and it's gonna, oh my gosh, it's gonna begin to increase, it's gonna double and triple and quadruple. Amen. That's what's gonna begin to happen. It's gonna come, oh my Lord. For every every thousand, you're gonna get a hundred thousand. Come on, this is year 2018. We got to start sowing in the right thing. We're just now reaping some stuff that we've been sowing for a long time. I thought three years into this thing that I was, we were doing good. We were working hard. We were a blessing to the community. And you know what my mind told me? Man, we deserve a pat on the back. And you want to know what I got? A smooth kick in the rear end. I was preaching a sermon about dust your feet off if they don't accept you, which is what God gave me, by the way. I was looking for a pat on the back. I was looking for to reap what I had sown. But here we are. Because I didn't lose heart. Because I didn't give up. Because I didn't grow weary. And it's coming. This is the year of blessing. It's coming. Come on. It's the year of blessing in Jesus' name. It's coming. Come on. Because we've been sowing. Some of you have been sowing. Don't grow weary. God sees you, He sees what you're doing. Can I get the worship team to come forward? I really want you to think about this and I want you to grab a hold of this because it's very important that we start sowing in the right things I know some of us we can walk away from here just completely discouraged man I'm defeated I've been doing all this wrong I've been doing all this But I'm going to tell you right now, amen. The good thing that we have, amen, is that God can change it, turn it all around. Are y'all with me? God can turn it all around. He says, I, amen. He says, I make all things work together for the good of those that love me and are called according to my purpose. I'll even use those. Stuff that, when you were messing up, you know. Let me give you an example. I used to be a drug addict. Amen. I know most preachers probably wouldn't ex- wouldn't confess that, but I will. And I even thought I was a drug dealer at one time, not a very good one. You know how I know? Because I got caught. <laughs> but my son began to see that and began to be, you know, around that type of lifestyle. Amen. Now, he very well could have been brought up and be a drug dealer. That's what he's seen. Amen? That's what he's experienced. But when I came to Christ, God took all that hurt and all that brokenness and all that misguidance, all that pain. Amen? Y'all can start playing if you want. And he began to use it He began to use it, amen, to where when I went there and I was getting healed and I was getting delivered and I was getting set free, amen. My son, in all of his pain and all of his hurt and all of that, was at a place, amen, where he was willing to be, look up to Jesus, amen. And when God began to heal me, God began to heal him. And when God began to deliver me, God began to deliver him. And when God began to set me free, he began to set him free. You know, I look at it and some of these kids that are around the home and they've gone through stuff and they're hurting and they're broken and all this. But I see them and I get to see them at the altar worshiping, lifting up their hands, crying out to God. And y'all, you know, Sometimes it takes a little pain and a little hurt and a little calamity and a little tribulation to get you to a point where you're willing to cry out to God. And when you begin to see the parents truly commit, where they're not just playing no more, and they truly commit, and they're sowing, and they're sowing, and they're sowing in those prayers, and they're sowing in those actions, and they're sowing in those things, and you begin to see the blessing fall upon the kids. Come on now. If it took a bunch of pain in order to get my kid up here to this altar to lift their hands to heaven and cry out to god with really in their heart then it's all worth it i'd rather have to go through something and be at this altar than never go through nothing and don't even make it into heaven i'm grateful i went through drug addiction I'm grateful I went through alcoholism. I'm grateful I went through all the things I went through. Because it created me to cry out to God. It created me to worship God. It created me to love God and to serve God with all of my heart. Are y'all with me today? I want you to be encouraged. We're about to close. Amen. Amen. You know, we've all sown to the flesh at times in our lives. And if if that's your focus, you could be paralyzed just even by this message. But I want you to know that the gospel frees us from a life of regret. The gospel will free you from a life of regret. I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing right now if I had never experienced drugs and alcohol. I would never be serving God in the way that I'm serving him if I wasn't broken and hurting and depressed and and, and tore up. Amen. Sometimes it takes a little bit of trial and tribulation to get us to where we're willing to serve God in the way that he wants. Sometimes it takes a little calamity. You want to know how the great revival is going to begin to break out in America when we begin to go through some things in this country? That's when it's going to break out. <laughs> Sometimes it takes us going through something, it, it increases your prayer life, you know? Oh, Lord, please help me, God. I need you right now. Come see me. Give you a lot of reasons to pray. Don't let this nuclear bomb hit me from the little rocket man. Please, God. Are y'all with me? We're about to close. But I want you to be sewing. Sowing into the spirit, sowing into the spirit, sowing into the spirit, sowing into the spirit. This year, I don't care what you've done last year. This year, sow into the spirit, sow into love, sow into investing, sow into discipling, sow into reaching souls, sow into it, sow into the spirit, sow into the fruits of the spirit, sow into the anointing of God, sow into your prayer life, sow into the Word of God. Sow into it this year. Keep sowing into it. Come on, sow into it this year. Sow into it today. You're going to reap a harvest. It's going to be bountiful. It's going to accumulate it's gonna multiply it's gonna begin to increase it's gonna come the blessings coming you gotta start now you gotta start right here today is the day of salvation says the lord come on you gotta start it right now